Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. On last Sunday, I shared with you a message taken from the Old Testament book of Hosea, chapter 4, verses 1 and 2 and 4 and 5, titled, A Troubled Nation. In this sermon, I suggested to you that America, our nation, is currently a nation in trouble. I also suggested that it is my opinion and that it is my belief that we are a nation that is currently experiencing God's judgment for the offenses that we have committed against him and against others. In the sermon I shared with you that God would rather bless and demonstrate love and continue to extend his grace and mercy to us. But because of sin and rebellion, there can come a time when God has had enough and will bring judgment against the sin and against the rebellion, even if the sin and rebellion is amongst his own people. In Hosea chapter 4, the prophet Hosea writes to the children of Israel, Hear the word of the Lord, you Israelites, because the Lord has a charge to bring against you who live in the land. Hosea kept telling him, man, they, they, he said, there is no faithfulness, no love, no acknowledgement of God in the land. There is only cursing, lying and murder, stealing and adultery. And I suggested to you last Sunday that the same charges that God leveled against his people Israel can be leveled against our nation even today. I told you how was I identified to us on last Sunday two groups of people, or two groups of troublemakers who were responsible for the nation's decline 
and the ones who were guilty of putting their nation under the judgment and wrath of God. Hosea assigned the blame to the people themselves and then he assigned blame to corrupt prophets or preachers. As the people of God, the Israelites strayed away from the covenant that God had made with them and began living in direct violation of God's word and God's will. The prophets or preachers, <laughs> in order to keep in good standing with the people, condoned their sinful actions, condoned their simple behaviors and both people and prophets stumbled away from God. Therefore, God decided that enough was enough and that judgment was the only way to bring correction to his people. I ended last Sunday's sermon by pleading with the believer in Christ, the children of God, to pray for our troubled nation. I reaffirm the fact that I still believe the word of God that is written in 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14. Y'all remember it, don't you? If, come on, talk to me, my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then God said, I'll hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal the land. So this Sunday morning, I want to do a follow-up message. I want to talk to you from the subject, the God who offers grace, mercy, and compassion. Now this sermon was inspired and derived as the result of our Wednesday evening Bible study on the Old Testament book of Jonah. Those of you who attend our Wednesday evening Bible study or if you are a good Bible reader, you know Jonah's story. But if by chance you don't know Jonah's story, let me give you an abbreviated account of Jonah's story. 
The Bible says that the word of the Lord came to Jonah and God told Jonah to go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it because their wickedness had come up before him. But instead of going to Nineveh, Jonah ran away from the assignment and headed in the opposite direction. He went down to the seaport town of Joppa and got on a boat headed for Tarshish. While sailing to Tarshish, the Lord sent a great wind on the sea and a violent storm arose. The storm was so fierce that it threatened to break the boat into pieces. The Bible says, Fred, that all the sailors became afraid and each cried out to his own God. They threw the boat's cargo into the sea to try to lighten the ship. But the situation continued to worsen. While all this was taking place on the boat, Jonah, somebody say Jonah, Jonah was below deck, fast asleep. The Bible says that the captain of the ship found Jonah below deck in a deep sleep and he woke Jonah up and said, get up, call on your God. Maybe he will take notice of us so that we will not perish. Then the sailors said to each other, Come, let us cast lots to find out who is responsible for this storm. And the Bible said that the lot fell on Jonah. And Jonah admitted to them that he was running from his God. He was running from his divine assignment. And that his God, the one he was trying to run away from, was the God who created the heavens, the earth, and the sea. The sailors asked Jonah, 
what shall we do to you to make the sea calm down for us? And y'all know, y'all know what the gentleman say. He said, pick me up and throw me into the sea. And he said, it is my fault that this great storm has come upon you. But the sailors did not want to initially throw Jonah overboard. So they tried to row the boat back to the land. But they had no success. So they prayed and asked God not to hold them guilty or responsible for what they were about to do to Jonah. So they picked him up and threw him overboard. But the Bible says that God provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. While in the belly of the fish, Jonah prays and acknowledges his rebellion. He tells God that what I have vowed, that is to be his prophet or spokesman. He said, God, I vow to make my vow good. And when Jonah decides that he's going to keep his vow, the Bible said that the Lord commanded the fish to vomit Jonah up onto dry land. This brings us up to the preceding verses of our scriptural text for today. In chapter 3 of the book of Jonah, the Bible says, Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Did you hear what I said? I said, Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I give you. Now before I get too deep in the text, let me give you a few definitions of the words grace 
mercy and compassion that are found in our subject today. Grace is God giving unmerited divine assistance to humans for their salvation or for their sanctification. Let me say that again. Grace is God giving unmerited divine assistance to humans for their salvation or sanctification. In other words, grace is godly clemency. Uh, mercy. Let me define mercy. Mercy is kind or forgiving treatment of someone who could be treated harshly. Let me say it again. I see you writing it down. Mercy is kind or forgiving treatment of someone who could be treated harshly. Mercy is godly help given to people who are in a very bad or desperate situation. Again, mercy is godly help given to people who are in a very bad or desperate situation. And lastly, compassion. Compassion is sympathetic pity and concern for the suffering or misfortune of others. Let me say that again, compassion is sympathetic pity and concern for the suffering or misfortune of others. In other words, compassion is pity coupled with an urgent desire to help alleviate, aid, or to spare. All right. 
since we've defined them. In the preceding verses of our text, God demonstrates that he is a God of grace, mercy, and compassion. God demonstrated his mercy to Jonah. First of all, by giving Jonah a second chance to do what he commanded him to do. Let me say that again. God demonstrated that he is a God of grace, mercy, and compassion by giving Jonah a second chance to do what he commanded him to do. And Fred, I don't know about you, but I thank God for the mercy that he has shown to me by giving me a second chance to get things right. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I said, I thank God. Does anybody in here thank God? That he has demonstrated to you his mercy, his grace, and his compassion by giving you a second chance? But come on now, let's be honest. Our second chance was so many years ago. But God has given us another, another, somebody say another chance to get right with him. I'm thankful. That God gives another chance. And the only reason why he does is because he is a God of grace, mercy, and compassion. So we saw God demonstrating that he is a merciful God to Jonah by giving him a second chance to do what he commanded to do. But let me also suggest that we see the grace, mercy, and compassion of our God in the fact that he gave the city of Nineveh 40 days before Destruction would come. Y'all know, y'all know the message. Jonah walks into the city of Nineveh. And as soon as he hit the city gates, 
He started preaching a simple message in 40 days. Nineveh will be overthrown. Just a simple message. <laughs> he walks a day's journey into the city preaching. In 40 days, this city will be overthrown. And I'm here to tell you that that certainly demonstrates to us that our God is a God of mercy, grace, and compassion. Why you say that, Pastor Wood? I'm getting ready to tell you. Jonah could have walked into the city and Jonah could have delivered the message from God that I am going to immediately destroy this city. In other words, God could have wiped them out. But guess what? God gave them a little time. <laughs> and how many of us sitting and watching today are willing to confess that God had to give us a little time to get ourselves together. Oh, come on now. Uh, I'm so glad, friend, that God is not impatient like some of us are, but that he is willing to give us time to get back into a right relationship and fellowship with him. I don't know about you, but I've done some stuff in my life, and guess what? I ain't the only one in here. I've done some stuff where God should have and could have wiped me out. And guess what? As a nation, the U.S. of A. has done some things that God could have wiped us out as a nation. But God, somebody say, but God. But God, in his grace, in his mercy, and in his compassion, gave us a little more time to get ourselves together. I'm almost through. I said we saw how God demonstrated that he is a God of grace, mercy, and compassion by, first of all, giving Jonah a second chance to do what he commanded him to do. I also said that we see the grace, 
mercy and compassion of our God in the fact that he gave Nineveh 40 days, gave him some time before destruction would come. But then, lastly, we see the grace, mercy, and compassion of God when he gave the Ninevites a reprieve. Or in legal terms, clemency. <laughs> from the destruction that he was going to send. In other words, he had compassion on them. Y'all know the story. Y'all know the story. Y'all good Bible readers. Jonah goes in to the city of Nineveh and begins to proclaim that in 40 days, 40 days, the city will be overthrown. And from just that simple message, the Bible says that the Ninevites, who were not the people of God, they believed the message of God from Jonah. And the Bible says that they threw sackcloth on themselves. In other words, they exhibited godly sorrow. And the Bible says when the king, when word reached the king, that the king of Nineveh got off his throne, took off his royal robes, <laughs> clothed himself in sackcloth and sat in ashes, made a decree him and his nobles tell the people the fast. Not only the people, but even the animals. <laughs> tell them not to taste anything and to cry Unto Jonah's God. And maybe, just maybe, he may relent and not bring the destruction that he has spoken against us. And the Bible says that when God saw, Lord, have mercy. When God saw their acts, when God saw their repentance, that God said, I will delay the destruction that I said I was going to bring upon them. Oh, Lord. Y'all missed that, didn't y'all? I said that God said, 
that he would delay the destruction that he had spoken against them. But now, those of you who are good Bible readers know that 150 years later, God had to bring forth the destruction that he said that he would not bring some 110 years ago. Somebody ought to say, thank God for time. God demonstrated his mercy, his grace, and his compassion when he gave the Ninevites a reprieve from the destruction that he was going to send upon them. Anybody in here willing to admit that there have been times in your life when you received a reprieve from the Lord. Come on, come on now. Guess what? I can emphatically speak for everybody in here. You know why? Because the Bible said, for all have sinned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That means if you're sitting here looking at me today, you are qualified for the wrath and judgment of God. But God in his grace, God in his mercy, God in his passion, instead of bring judgment upon us. Extended our times. Gave us a reprieve. Gave us clemency. We were guilty. But the, the songwriter said like this. He looked <laughs> beyond our faults and saw our needs. New Providence and friends, just a short message. I'm here to tell you that no matter what is taking place in your life, that the God that we serve is a God who is full of grace, mercy, and compassion. Tell your neighbor he loves you. Pastor, when I don't feel love, <laughs> I'm here to declare he loves you. You know why? Because he woke you up this morning. <laughs> Gave you limited activity of your limbs. Still provided the roof over your head clothes to put on your back, food in your refrigerator or in your cabinet. And if you don't have any in your cabinet or in your refrigerator, you have at least a dollar. You can go buy McDonald's and get you a hamburger. <laughs> he has 
been merciful. And that's why I don't understand why it is so hard for some of us to be merciful, to extend grace and compassion to someone else. Jesus said this, and I'm finished. He said, by this, men will know that you are my disciples. And that is by your love, by your grace, by the mercy you show, and by the compassion that you show to others. I have trouble with folks who won't get vaccinated. But I still have to love them. I still have to show them grace. I still have to show them mercy. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's Word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.